Welcome to Time Played 3HR, a podcast about playing video games for three hours at a time. My name's Louis. And my name is Lucky, and this week we played three hours of Ghost of a Tale, a uh, sneaky, sneaky medieval mouse game. We talk about all sorts, we talk about <laughs> the game, uh-huh. we talk about, what did we talk about in the lead-up? Uh, I talked about, go, you talked about, we didn't even, oh, we talked about a movie that you went to see <laughs> you're napping in movie yeah. theaters that's what Na- we discussed napping in movie theaters taking a nice little nap during your friend's big break <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Gosh, where have you been? Hey? Uh, hey, where have in you been? What, in what context oh, gosh. Where have I been? Where have you been? It's been a month. I've been calling yes. and calling. I'm like, Lucky, we've got to talk about this game. And you're like, I can't. I'm too busy. Uh, where have I been? Where have you been? Uh, I've been in Norway. I've moved house. Whew. That's a lot of things. About it. And it's only two. Yeah. Anyway, we're here. We're here. Then you ask where I've been. Where have I been? <laughs> where have you been? Oh, thanks, Rossing. I've been uh I've been to Ibiza. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> I went I went out I went out a couple times, you know, like I went uh went into London the other day with a mate. Um yeah. You know, probably had coffee with some people at some point. Sure. I'm going to shock you. Mm. I don't think I've ever in my life gotten coffee with someone. That doesn't surprise, that's not a shock. That's, that's, that doesn't <laughs> surprise me at all. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've ever gotten coffee with someone. So no one's ever asked you, do you want to go get a, a daytime drink? You don't have to get the coffee. When people say you like to get coffee, you don't have to get the coffee. No. I don't think so. So what do people ask you? They don't normally. Well, they clearly they ask you because you have you have friends. Yeah. Yeah. But th- things just happen. <laughs> yeah. They organize things, but <laughs> it's always like a big thing with well, not a big thing, but you know, with like. Normally, four or five people. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, three, three plus. Mm. So it's and you just go to the pub. Yeah, we do. The leave. only people I see like on a one-to-one hangout is kind of like I don't know you, Ollie. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think yeah. I, most people I know, I see them one-to-one for a walk. Or a coffee, or both. Because mm. I'm boring, I guess. No, I don't think so. Well, it's nice, isn't it? It's cosy. Sure, yeah. If you like a hot drink, nothing <laughs> beats it. <laughs> the hot drink is is kind of irrelevant, but yeah, it's like twenty percent of the fun. Yeah. 
Um, well, good to be here. Absolutely. A uh, bit early. A bit early in the morning for you. A bit early in the morning for me. Late night. Big night? Not big, just late. Okay. Went to, went to, went to a movie. Ooh. <laughs> Proper. Oh, I went to go see Joe's, the movie that Joe has uh, a credit in. Oh, yeah. Because um, he's like lead uh, lead actor or something. Uh, key production. What's the movie called again? Something. See how they run. Isn't that um a line from like uh, Pocahontas? <laughs> no, he says, "See how they glitter." <laughs> the bad guy, like uh, he wears really he's... like jewelry clothes, and you go, "See how they glitter." Oh yeah, I've seen posters for this. Yeah, how was it? It was fine. It was fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, incredibly, incredibly, uh, ended up unintentionally <laughs> having a little nap, <laughs> which I never do. <laughs> which I never do. That's such a supportive mum move. <laughs> incredibly. <laughs> No one noticed. <laughs> wow. How long was the nap? Did you type? Did you figure it out? I think it was probably 15, 20. <laughs> and no one noticed. Incredible. Was it like a planned yeah. nap? Like No. It was it was Odeon Recliner Plus. So I was fully <laughs> vertical. And you just, much. just shut your eyes and for a I second. Was, and they... I had my cardigan on. Not my cardigan. What's it called? Fleece on. Yeah. Quite warm. Yeah. And I'd just eaten like a large nachos and drank a large uh, or you gathered, tango ice blast. You gathered all the elements for a 20 minute nap. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the movie was like a little slow. <laughs> yeah, or perfect. A little noise, a little light, yeah. warm, full belly. Your mates are but around you. Take a little I think nap. That's the first time I've ever napped in a movie in a cinema. So I'm glad. I think I think I've maybe once or twice twice attempted it because it looks like quite a nice thing to be able to casually do, but I put in way too much effort and it doesn't happen. Mm. Mm. It's nice. I can recommend it. My mum used to nap a lot when we went to see movies mm. as a kid. She fell yeah. she fell asleep in. For some reason, I really remember her falling asleep in Catch Me If You Can. Um, oh, what a strange film to fall asleep in. <laughs> It's, it's a bit long in the middle there. Is it? Yeah, yeah. It is a bit long in the middle. I just remember her snoring through like... Actually, it was, toward, it was toward the end because it was like when he's... Yeah. Yeah. Snoring, I'd be a bit embarrassed if... <laughs> I think there were many people in the cinema. Snoring. It was like the middle of the day. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> anyway. Did you tell everyone after? No. So that's a little secret. It's it's a dirty little secret, yes. That's fine. Yeah, fortunately, no one listens to this podcast. <laughs> no. uh. Anyway, it's very nice. Yeah, um, we played a game. Oh, didn't uh, we? Yeah, we did. Uh, we played what? What? What is it called? Ghost of a Tale. Ghost of a Tale. Yeah. Which is a um, weird name. The weird structure, weird sentence structure. I personally, don't know about you, really struggle spelling the word ghost forever and always. 
No, never, not one that gets me. Never get it right on the first try. <laughs> this is what sure. is it? A five-letter word? I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> what do you go for? Um, I never remember if the H goes before or after the O. Okay. And then obviously, as soon as I write it, I'm like, oh no, it's definitely the other one. <laughs> Gosh. Um, and sometimes, if I'm feeling a bit spicy, I just chuck a rogue A in there. You know, it's it's <laughs> it's one of those words where my brain's like, it's got to be more complicated than than it is. Um, it's a G-O-A-H-S-T. Yeah. Ghost. Ghost. Like a goat. <laughs> a goat with an H. Yeah. Ghost. Ghost. <laughs> um, uh, ghost of a tale. Ghost of a tale. Um, uh, PS4 game. Don't know if it came out anywhere else. Yeah, I just I was just looking at the last thing this uh, developer did was put out on Switch in like two years ago. Okay. This was a uh, crowdfunded game. Yeah, sort of. I will. Yeah, it's an interesting. I I remember hearing about it um, when it was coming out. Um, it the it was mainly developed by one guy called I've got it here, uh, Lionel Gallet and his company. He's called Lionel. Now this is how is this Seth S E I T H or is that Seath? S E I T H. Yeah. I would say Seath. Seath. So, so Lionel Seath Gallet and his company Seath CG, um, and he um, comes from uh, DreamWorks, apparently. Um, uh, so made this. That, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. So split off and decided to make this, and then I guess like yeah, they got it kind of kickstarted or Indiegogo or whatever it was, crowdfunded, and then a few other people jumped in. Uh, Paul Gardner, Cyril. Paul Aik, Jeremiah Pina, uh, Nicholas T2, uh, Jerome Jacinto. That's the entire team. Um, there you go. On a, on a, on a 3HR first. <laughs> I've named everyone. Well done. Well done, me. Um, yeah, and it's, it's, I, I, I never played it when it came out, which was several years ago. Um, but it's always been on my list of like, that game looks slightly interesting um uh and it is slightly interesting i would say mm. yeah uh it's i don't know if it really had any success I, I don't think it it must not have had a huge success because they don't think they haven't made anything else um i mean that doesn't mean it but like i don't hear anyone ever talk about it but it is like just like from a in my perspective from a, just a visual like, if you see a trailer of this game, for me, I would be interested, and therefore I would assume other people would be, but I guess not. Yeah. What is it? Um, it's, the game is, um, a sort of stealth-based medieval setting game where you play a mouse whose wife has been taken um and your goal is sneak out of prison that you've been put into and find your wife Mm -hmm. Uh, and then you know as you'd expect from a medieval mouse game you sneak around uh (laughs) as we've all come to know from our medieval mice games yes uh (laughs) Dodging big rats that are evil, yeah, and uh, you know, big stealing food, noisy rats. <laughs> to eat, uh, 
Yeah, you uh, yeah you play a little mouse who's a minstrel. He carries a little lute on his back. Um, uh, he's a very cute little boy. Um, and yeah, it's like quite uh, the stealth mechanics are, are definitely not um, anything to write home about. Um, uh, the sort of immediately interesting things. Uh, when you kind of boot up is like well like my experience playing it was just like it feels like they looked at every mechanic and then were like how can we do this like just 10 percent unusual <laughs> like everything just really? it just feels like everything's like not quite as you'd expect it to work or like this is a slightly different way of doing this very traditional video gamey thing um like even just from the get-go when it becomes clear that it's like a sort of a semi-open space it kind of feels like like a hub zone like i love like hub levels in games they're like my favorite like a a a small but like complicated level layout that you can like get to know and learn over time i love that i love that stuff um love this love the space here um and that's probably one of the highlights of this game yeah it's like you're in this as you said this kind of medieval prison lots of like tunnels and corners and guys walking around and um your quests and stuff are kind of dotted all over it and you kind of just need to figure out how to navigate it and talk to people and stuff um and i i assume you don't leave this place the entire game takes place in this prison um yeah and and on top of not only is it like a nice little space but it uses like verticality really well you know there's ground level mm. and then there's like a big castle and then there's towers and then there's dungeons uh so although it's not a huge space itself there's a lot to it yeah i think but not too much not too much (laughs) i I think one of the things that helps make it feel a bit more like um exploratory is that um it's quite vague about like the stuff you need to do um not like it tells you the thing exactly what you need to do like a guy would be like can you go get me this thing um, but usually like the directions that they give you are very like realistic. So it's like, Oh, go West of the main gate and up the stairs and you'll find it instead of like putting it on your map. You can like, uh, if you want to, you can pay this guy to like put stuff on your marker, map your map. Um, which is handy. I like that. It gives a you a good, good feature. Yeah. Again, like, again, it's just like another, like, this is a slightly different way of doing this of like, People will give you quests dotted around this map, but if you're struggling, you can literally just pay this guy money that you find lying around to, like, tell you where everything is. Mm-hmm. Um, or make items for you that you can't find in the world. <laughs> yeah, he's like, this guy is just available. like, you don't feel like playing the game? That's fine. Just give me a bit of cash, <laughs> which um, yeah. which I appreciate, to be honest. Which is great. I mean, but, I mean, you know, the cash is limited, so yeah, you have to choose where you want your laziness to uh, pay out. Um, oh, we, I don't think we even mentioned. So it's a third-person stealth game. So you you're behind the cam, behind the guy, behind a little mouse, um, running around. Um, it's got like a lot of like nice animation, which I guess makes sense considering the developer. Um, and it's all very like cute. I think the other thing that I quite like is like it does seem to have quite a lot of its own lore going on, and it feels quite like interestingly fleshed out. Um, uh, when you talk to people, it'll, it'll like every once in a while, they'll say like a word that doesn't make any sense. And you can press like triangle and it will tell you in detail, like the lore index of what that word is. Um, and like some of the like background lore is like kind of curious. It's like, um, 
like cutesy but like moving little bits of like history about like the you know the 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 differences between mice and rats in this world and like one of the first details you learn is that like all mice wear hats that like um relate to their profession and they don't take them off um and like this game has a whole mechanic about like getting clothing and changing um Mm. so big part of this big part of this game is collecting clothing which of course we love yeah you love to and obviously like you it reflects in your clothes you actually put it on and you wear it and there's lots of like cute little mouse clothes to wear so you start off in this little like minstrel hood with your little loot and um you very quickly find all manner of like different armors and uh some of it is used to like solve quests and that sort of thing um but yeah i, I really like the little bits of like I think really when I see that kind of stuff in a game this small, I really just like like to think about the person that sat there and wrote it. <laughs> you know, like someone was like just sat there and was like, "Well, what are we? What? Why do they wear these hats?" And like, oh, okay, so maybe this is some like thing. And like the other one that came up actually when I was playing it yesterday was um, they carry these. I can't remember what they called them now. And this stuff must all be like related to like um, other cultures just in the world. But like they carry these little carvings that like delineate um special events in their lives the mice um so like uh your character what's his name does he have a name Mm. mouse i don't remember um he's carrying two carvings a white one to um symbolize um his marriage and then a black one to symbolize the death of his son um and it's like a very like all that kind of like background lore is like in the sides you don't really even have to look at it um and the game isn't like like heavy. That, that sounds really heavy. It's not like it's it's quite jovial, but like it has like that kind of undercurrent of like um, I don't know feelings to Something. it, which is nice. Um, it's nice to have that stuff bubbling. Yeah, uh, it, it's I really don't even know where to start properly with this one because there's a lot of things. Well, you know, what I'll say first of all is that the more I played it, the more I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think my first hour, hour and a half was uh, very sort of average in the fact that I was like, okay, it's like a fine stealth game mm-hmm. that looks fine uh, and plays fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but the more I did play it, I think between like learning the space and you know, collecting outfits and all sorts of bits, it did get better and better. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Um, when you say, like, the stealth wasn't that good, I th- it's fine. I get, I get that's what I mean. I don't mean it's, like, bad. It's just um, stealth often in games is, even in stealth games, is not the thing that's enjoyable about stealth games in my opinion like i really like stealth games but like um they always you're the go-to guy for stealth games Uh, apparently so um yeah uh between the two of us i would say yes (laughs) um (laughs) between everyone i know um like they they, it always feels more like a i don't know like a means to an end like it's really just something to to sort of slow down progress to get you to the next area and and most of the time and it's definitely one of those games of like it's just to add a little bit of variation into the the joy here for me is is discovering the space and like um getting to the tower at the top and finding the guy there or going down into the dungeons and like 
the the rats wandering around on their like basic back and forth paths mm-hmm. are really just there to add a little bit of tension um and probably i could do with less of it um in general well i i guess it's awkward when you're traversing the space so many times yeah and you have to pass the same rat 50 times yeah it, it loses a bit of um it does try to get around that like it gives you like shortcuts once you've gone through an area that's true but that is very true but those shortcuts still you still often have to like it might cut like three of the rats out but then you'll always have to do the fourth rat um and you do it in exactly the same way there isn't much in terms of like variation or like player choice of stuff it's really just like hide in hide in box wait for him to pass get out of box run um yeah but i think this game does do like an amazing job at uh, exploiting the fact that you're a mouse mhm you know it does a great job in the fact that you hide in little tight spaces. Yep. Right? You find these little shortcuts that are inaccessible to the rat, which, you know, is nice in the context of a mouse. You know, it's either a little tunnel or a beam across the roof or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you steal food. Yeah. Which I love. Um. So I think it does a really, really good job, at least. Uh, you know, it, it's more than just a sort of gimmick that you're a mouse in this, or at least even if it is, well, it's not. Um, they, uh, yeah, make the most of it for you. Yeah, I agree. That's true. It, like, the the character lines up with what they're doing quite well, um, and it feels considered in that way. It's also, like... Um, the reason it's like ends up being a perf- perfectly passable like stealth game is because it's very forgiving, um, which is great. Um, uh, so like you can quick save whenever you're hiding. Um, in fact, it sort of actively encourages you to save as much as possible. So like literally, you can go from like um, jumping in barrels that you see, um, like barrel to barrel just quick saving in each one which is quite nice and satisfying because you know each time you've done that you've made progress i think i think i only, mm, i've only died once um and it's a one hit kill uh but it's really easy to get away from the rats they walk they don't run when they see you um and all you really need to do is like turn the corner and hide and they'll lose track of you um yeah it's when they trap you somewhere yeah and you're dead um so it's like the stealth stuff is really I think um correctly like it's it's what I would do is is pretty forgiving and light and like yeah it's really just a way to add a bit of variation in it's not like you know it's not like you're you're really considering your options constantly and like trying different things and although that would be fun yeah. it's not that it's not this game um um it's very straightforward mhm yeah uh, and what else does, does really nice is that you can steal things off the rats. Mm. Uh, every rat has a handkerchief attached to their belt. Uh, and then some of them have additional things like keys. Yeah. And the idea of stealing a random key off someone is so good to me. Mm. You know, when the fact that it's like, it's not something that you've been pre-set out to do. You know, it's not steal the key from this guard. It's just this random guard has this random key. Uh, 
is like a great way of um, unlocking a new space because it's very exciting to see a mouse, a rat with a key on its belt in this game. <laughs> Probably the uh, you know the best feeling you can have all game. Yeah, yep. That pickpocketing is a good feeling in games when it's done mm-hmm. in a satisfying way. Um, mm-hmm. I like it. Makes me think of like in MGS two when you um when you like hold people up, you can get them to like shake out their um dog tags um yeah and like you can in that game collect every single soldier's dog tags you come across and i think that's like whatever it's a chivo or whatever um that stuff's really cool i like that yeah i agree well done and it's also nice that it, they have a all have a handkerchief mm-hmm. uh so you can tell if you've already hit them or not without there being some like mm. ui indicator um, one of the other features that's like slightly different, which I quite liked, is the way it handles like your skill tree. Um, skill tree is probably a bit of a stretch. It's uh, a skill list. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> no, I, I don't think I even looked at this skill list. Oh, okay. So did you find you found the two little mice in prison? Yeah. Um, so they give you the way it works is they give you. They basically say we want to break out of here. They're like little thieves, um, and they're like we want to break out of here, but we need these things. And each time you bring them back, the quest item. They say, once you do that, we'll teach you a skill. Um, uh, and it also helps them get out of prison. So I assume this quest right. line, you find everything and then they'll escape. Um, so, which is like a weird way of handling skills. So like the game starts with very basic like stealth mechanics of crouch, um, throw bottles and sticks at people to like knock them out or distract them. And that's really it. Um, and then once you start doing these quests, there's like, I don't know, five or ten different basic sort of stealth game skills. So I did two quests for them, and I got one of the ones I picked was Perception, so you can, like, see moving things through walls. Okay. Uh, And the other one was, like, I think they call it Red Mist, and it just, like, highlights things that you can scavenge in the area. Um, Okay, interesting. Which are, like, super basic things, but there's something quite nice about the way you get it of, like, you get them an item and they teach you instead of like you get any experience points and you just press a button or, um, and it was also like, I like that it was a surprise that I was getting a skill. Like I would, I had by that point fully accepted the game's basic two mechanics. Um, and then you just start talking to these people and it's like, Oh, and if you want, we can teach you how to throw bottles stronger or something. Like I, I appreciate that. It's like not, and you don't have to do it. Like you can decline the skills as well. Um, Oh, okay. And that feels like actually like consistent across the game. Like you can often just decline to do stuff. Um, there's always the option to not do it. Yeah, which is pretty much how I played this whole game. Yeah. I just sort of wandered around and explored and then came across all sorts of things. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice. I think one of the best moments I had all game, uh, which was something that I don't think I've really ever experienced before um, was I snuck past a rat. uh, Then once past him, he saw me and, you know, a chase began and I just ran deeper and deeper into this castle Mm. trying to get away from this rat (laughs) and then finally find a spot. And I had this feeling, which was amazing, where it was like, where am I? Yeah. (laughs) You know, like I have no idea where I am. I'm really deep into this space that I'd like been carefully navigating through slowly. 
Uh, and it was a great feeling to just suddenly be in the depths of this castle. Yeah. Uh, from like a very sort of slow start, slow intro, slowly navigating this small prison to, okay, I have no idea where I am. Yeah, that stuff's neat. Um, yeah, like the, the maps that you can find are like um, very basic. Like they're just kind of outline drawings of the space. They show you where you are on it and, like, maybe where other things are if you've paid it for it. But, like, they're only helpful to a point. And if you don't have a map that covers something, you're just kind of going off your own um, your own brain. Um, so it's nice. Yeah, it's a really nice game to just, like, I think just get... I like games that allow you to get lost and poke around and discover things of your, on your own sort of time and merit. Yeah, definitely did it. Yeah, um... And I think, I think, like, I think that's much, it feels like it's much easier to achieve that feeling in, like, a much more contained space than, like, um, like, a big open world, like, getting lost isn't the same. It's, like, you're always lost, and usually there's something telling you exactly where to go. But when in a little space, when you know one area, but then enter a new area, the new area is, like, feels significantly bigger than any, like, massive open world can ever feel in a way. Um mm. And it can only really happen indoors as well, mm. because you know you can't be able to see a large amount of space. Yeah, so it works perfectly in a game like this. Yeah, yeah, it's a neat, it's a neat um, game. Yeah, I love the focus on outfits. Mm-hmm. Um, always fun collecting things. Always nice sneaking around, unlocking a locker, and then finding like a little bit of something or. You know, sneaking into the back of a building and finding a pair of shoes <laughs> of that. Yeah. Um, do you ever... The whole thing just reminded me of this book that I used to own it, as a kid that I never finished. It feels like a children's children's book with, like, pictures and stuff. Yeah, this book had the coolest book cover I've seen in my life. That's actually weird, because I, I was uh, in my home... My mum's house uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I was looking through my old children's books, and I rem- it, I was like, "Oh, this book!" and it was a book with a mouse. I can't remember what he was called. It was like Morrissey the Mouse, like and- Martin the Warrior. No, not that. Um, oh, I'll look it up. Look, hang on. Let me send you this cover because there's a few covers. Um, Martin the Warrior. I'm just googling it. Just Google it. Uh, and then see the one where he's like holding a knife in front of her. Oh yeah, sunset. look at that. That looks like that's a direct inspiration, if not. Yeah, right. <laughs> the whole time I had this book in mind. Oh well these are like young adult books, right? Like Yeah. It was too much for me as a uh, kid. I, I was thinking of like through picture it. books. Like, God, what is he? Morrissey the mouse? It can't be Morrissey. <laughs> Morris. Maybe Morrissey the Mouse. Morris the Mouse. And Danger like, the Mouse. And he's like lost. Um, and he's like, oh, I, I need to get home. And there's this picture of him, like, like just soaking wet because he got lost in the river and he just looks... And that picture is burned into my brain. He's so unhappy. Um, I don't know. Morris Mouse is a thing, but I don't think that's the one I'm talking about. Anyway, um, yeah, mice are often a children's book thing, I guess. Yeah, God, I mean, look at this thing, dude. Mariel of Redwall. 
That just looks like promo art for this game. Well, actually, it's funny because there's another game. There's a VR game called Moss, um, which very similar um, mouse with mouse with sword. Um, yeah. Um, is it called? Is it called Moss? <laughs> yeah, Moss. I played that game. That game was cool. Um, very much like they must all come from a very similar too. place. Look, yeah, it's literally. Sword directly taken out i mean that one's like that one's like metal as hell look at that guy he's like fucking <laughs> he's cutting that guy down that's violent they are wicked covers they are, they are super good covers yeah <laughs> i feel like their outfits are like a bit more like middle east and asian kind of inspired maybe um whereas like yeah possibly whereas uh uh, Ghost of a Tale is a bit more sort of Anglo-Saxon. Oh, I spelled ghost right. Ew. Um, cool. Nice. Well, all good. Um, that's pretty much it. That is pretty much it. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say. Do you want to talk about next time, the game we're going to play next time? Sure. Um, well, actually, that's the point. That's the point. We were originally going to play... Um, <laughs> we were originally going to talk about Shin-Chan, the game that just came well, out. Well, we were originally going to talk about Ghost of a Tale. Which we never announced on the podcast. Did we not? No, I never said it. I said it to you aye, off aye. the podcast. And then last episode, we decided at the end of that that we would... We had a whole discussion about Shin-Chan. <laughs> yeah, and then and uh, then and then of course we've also got Ark Knights in the bank. Like no, you said no, you'd play. No, there you listen. A what? Listen to a the what? episode. Huh? You literally said, "Do you ha- do you want to play Ark Knights?" Whatever, and I said no, <laughs> or something along those lines. You said no. It was, it was not on podcast, was it? Yeah, it was on the podcast. You mentioned Ark Knights because we were talking about games we were playing, and then you were like, you, "No, you was, no." That was separately. This was afterwards. When this was afterwards. Mm. And you're talking about being on holiday, mm. and I said, "Well, you can play on holiday." I see. Well, I, uh, yeah, anything that didn't happen on the podcast doesn't count. I think. Um. um anyway, uh, so this time we are going to talk about Shin Chan. I have played like I don't know ten or so hours of it, so I'm good to go. Um, so, Lockie, whenever you're ready, we're going to talk about uh, Shin. What's it's got a super long name. Um, and the summer professor, my vacation with the summer professor, my summer vacation with the professor. Uh, it's Shin Chan, me and the professor on summer vacation, the endless seven day journey. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, so we will uh, talk about that next time. Um, nice. We, yeah, I guess that's it. Um, uh, if you want to recommend us a game, you can go to our Discord. Uh, link is in the description and we will talk to you next time oh look you wanted to mention um we wanted to mention uh zotina boat yes zotina boat uh, on our discord mentioned that he uh was inspired by 3hr to um do their own podcast uh, it's called the Eight of Doubt, Out of Date Review Podcast, and uh, they've put out a little trailer, very sweet. We'll recommend some things for it. Mm. But uh, yeah, thanks for your message. Yeah, nice one. Look forward to it. Okay, and that's it. Yep. Catch you, bye. Bye.